Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hello, hello, it's that time of the week again, time for another episode of the Writing Your Best Self podcast where we're going to dive in this week to journaling strategies that can help to boost your mental and emotional well-being. And I've been thinking a lot about the way that journaling can help with these aspects of our lives and particularly when we consider this crazy year that we're in the process of experiencing. And I think we're all still struggling. I know myself for sure is still struggling with the fallout of so much change and uncertainty. And so with such a range of external stresses and strains that we couldn't have predicted, it's no surprise that we're feeling a little bit more stressed and anxious than usual. And of course, it would be naive of me to suggest that journaling is the answer to everything, because of course it isn't. However, I have found that journaling can be a really effective way to help you navigate difficult times. And in the process, it can help to strengthen your mental health and your emotional well-being. And of course, this is actually backed by science as well. Like lots of studies have been carried out to explore the benefits, the health benefits of journaling. And to give you some examples, like journaling can lighten and boost your mood. It can improve your sense of wellness. And it can also help you to work through disempowering thoughts and overwhelming feelings too. And if you're a journaler, you've probably already experienced this for yourself in your own life. And I know for sure that night journaling has been with me for a long, long time. And back in my early twenties, when I had a, I was diagnosed with depression, I for sure used journaling and I did find a lot of solace and comfort in my writing and having that safe, protective space to express my difficult thoughts without judgment was a really important self-care support strategy for me back then. And it's something that I've kept ever since. So in this episode, I want to share with you some ways that journaling can help to support support you um, because ultimately that's what journaling is all about. It's all about this self-care practice, self-expression practice that you can turn to anytime. And of course, it's a strategy that can help you write your way to your best self. So what are some ways that you can use your journal for mental and emotional well-being? So the first for me is this idea that your journal is an outlet. I don't know if you've noticed, but anytime you get anxious or worried, like what happens is you end up running a thought loop in your mind. You just keep thinking about the same thing over and over again. And this can often feel like a rocking chair. I think it was Jodie Picoult that came up with this really powerful analogy. And if you imagine on a rocking chair, yes, you're moving, but you're not actually getting anywhere. You're not moving forward. You're, st- you're stuck in the same place. And that can happen with anxious thoughts is that thought repeats itself over and over again and the intensity of that thought then increases and it can become more consuming now journaling I found is this really good way to put the brakes on that repetition because what journaling does as you start to write and you start to empty your head it actually pulls on the threads of your thinking it enables you to externalize your thoughts and get what's inside outside and in the process you get to reduce mental baggage 
And you can also free up headspace and bandwidth. And I think that's the key bit, that idea of space, that idea of extra capacity. Because with that, with the mental clarity that comes from that freeing up, you create room for new thoughts and ideas to flood in. And that can help to shift your perspective and it can help you to move through and move forward from a place where maybe you're feeling more stuck. And talking about stuckness, this is another way that journaling can help because your journal is a great place to solve problems and also find solutions. So have you ever been held back by a problem that you just can't solve or a decision that you're struggling to make? Now, maybe there are so many choices on the table that you can't figure out which is the best one to do. Or maybe the choice in front of you feels too weighty to be able to decide because there's a lot at stake and you're worried that you might get it wrong. And it's confusing, right? And the weight of indecision can feel heavy for sure. Um, the good news is your journal is here to help you figure out the best way forward for yourself. And that that's because you can use the blank pages of your, of your journal to explore the pros and cons of any and all situations that you face. And this is a super simple strategy. Just draw a line down the centre of the page and then put the positives on one side and the considerations on the other side and then let your thoughts flow. And what's really powerful about this is you'll get, as you get going, like the ideas will, will come and you'll get the, the, like the top level stuff out of your head. But because you've then cleared up bandwidth and cleared space, you're going to get access to some of the deeper concerns and also some of the hidden opportunities that you might not have thought about at the beginning of the process. Because for sure, you can go, you can experience some surprising shifts when you can see the information, those indecisions and the, the ideas like staring back at you. So don't be surprised if after trying this process that what felt heavy previously suddenly doesn't seem so overwhelming after all. And then especially if you're discovering new insights and thoughts that were previously hidden, because as they say, like you've noticed like one thought leads to the other. And then before you know it, you have got it all figured out. Now, I like to think that there's always a way forward from every problem. Sure, the process of making a decision can definitely feel confronting and scary. Best Self actually has the decision deck, which can help you make confident decisions and confident choices. I'll share a link to that tool in the, the show notes. And that's because like choosing can put you under a lot of pressure because there's always the chance that you won't get it right. And plus, sometimes things can get harder before they get easier. But the act of making a decision is it's so powerful. It's so empowering because once you've made the decision, you get to focus on your next steps. And instead of continuing to expend energy, trying to decide which path to turn down, which can be exhausting, you can actually double down on the option you've picked and then do whatever you need to do to make it work. So in this way, making decisions and finding solutions in your journal can help you feel in control of your life because instead of stagnating, you get to move forward in the direction that feels aligned, that feels like it's the best choice for you, given where you are and what you have access to in that moment. But that's not the only way that your journal can help you feel better in yourself by making decisions. It can also help you make the toughest decisions. And I don't know about you, but I have this tendency like to get lost in worst case scenario thinking at times. And Okay, so there's part of me that kind of loves this. Can I call it an ability? And I say I, I value this, this this skill because it does keep me alert. Because I anticipate the worst, I'm able to identify where things might get wrong. And then that helps me stay focused on the detail, um, pay attention, prepare, or 
do whatever's necessary to avoid the possible situation altogether. However, on the other hand, if you spend too much time worrying about things that never happen or might not happen, which I've certainly done that before, that can definitely put the brakes on your life because fear can freeze you. Fear can prevent you from taking any decisions at all. And that's not good. But I found it can really help to open up about your biggest fears in your journal. Like write about what is the worst that can happen. And I found that sometimes writing down the thing you're worried about the most somehow takes the heat out of it. Secondly, when you see it written down in black and white, you don't have your head in the sand anymore. Like you can't ignore it. And that actually empowers you to make plans to, to give yourself a stronger chance of getting a positive outcome. So remember, your journal is this great place to riff about your fears, your perceived shortfalls, pitfalls, worries, all that kind of heavy stuff. And like, the second you make those challenging thoughts tangible, the second you can do something about them. And for me, mental and emotional well-being is all about feeling in control. It's all about feeling empowered. It's all about feeling I have some agency over my life. And that's one of the things that journaling enables and helps me to do. And another reason journaling is so good for this purpose is because it's that listening ear that's not going to pry or judge or question you. Because let's be honest, we all have those days when we just want to rant and rage and let off steam. We all have those times when we just need to have a good moan about a situation and your journal offers the space for you to do that. It's a, it's a place where you can have a brain dump or a written scream, if you like. It's that space for so safe self-expression where you can say whatever you want, whatever you feel, and you don't have to worry about being judged or criticised for your opinions because anything you say can be for your eyes only. And I found that sometimes just that act of simply expressing what's really happening or what you're really feeling or what's on the surface, what's present in that moment is enough to just to release the steam, ease the pressure. And then... <sighs> then you have space for a different perspective. That written scream can help you lighten the load. It can help you, to, it can give you a reframe because sometimes when you then look back on, you know, what you're annoyed about, you realise, actually, now I've said it, I can move beyond this. And that's the power of, of your journal. Now, another way that your journal can help you enhance your emotional and mental well-being is it helps you become more self-aware. It gives you a place where you can slow things down, get a shift in perspective and explore your thoughts, your feelings and any issues that are happening. And in this process of reflection, where you're writing, asking questions, exploring, diving deeper, reflecting, pondering, all that kind of good stuff, you actually get to learn more about yourself. You can change your relationship with your mind and your thought processes. You can know yourself at a deeper and deeper level. And as you work to peel away the layers, you get to understand why you react in the way that you do, like why certain things trigger and upset you, why certain things leave you feeling vulnerable and exposed, why certain things make you feel angry. And all this information, this self-awareness is so, so valuable. It's so empowering because when you know, you can own it. And then if you're happy with that, you can keep it. If you're not happy with that, you have the ability to transform it. This is one of the reasons I just love spending time journaling because I always get these deep insights into, into who I am. I get these, this time to feel grounded in my being and my, feel, feel better in my skin and feel more confident about what I'm doing and, and who I am. And that helps me show up more effectively and more powerfully in all aspects of my life. And journaling is just that tool that makes that a reality, a possibility. 
And one more practice I wanted to share is gratitude. So journaling for gratitude. And this is one of the like the quickest ways you can transform your mood and feel better about yourself. And the reason for that is gratitude just guides your thinking along more positive lines. Like when you're invited to appreciate what you already have, suddenly life is, um, suddenly the glass is half full rather than half empty. And the beautiful thing about a gratitude practice and, and looking for things to appreciate is there's always something. And another powerful thing about gratitude is actually the small things can be just as significant as the big things. Like I go for a daily walk and I'm fortunate enough to live by some woodland. And there's this one stretch of the walk that I take that is dipping down through the forest. And I usually go for a walk around sunset. And I just love seeing the clouds in the sky and how the sun is colouring the clouds and how suddenly the, the landscape is like all orangey and golden. And it's just beautiful. It's so serene. It's just nature in its perfection. And appreciating that just makes me feel good. And when you feel good, you just feel more positive. Like gratitude can flick the switch on positivity. And anytime we feel positive and optimistic, for sure, that helps us to take decisive steps forward, to feel good in our skin and to move our direction, move our life in the direction of where our best self wants to go. And so to close, I want to offer you a prompt which you can explore this week to help put into practice and start to explore how journaling can be this tool to work on and enhance and support your mental and emotional well-being. So for sure, daily journaling is a great thing to do. You don't have to write reams and reams of, of words. You can just jot down things as they crop up. You can dive into your journal if you just need a place to express and release some steam. But I also want to give you a prompt to explore too and I invite you to consider what could you infuse into your life to enhance your sense of mental and emotional well-being. So I'll repeat that. What could you infuse, what practices could you infuse into your life to enhance your sense of mental and emotional well-being? Now, I invite you to take a moment to connect to the deeper part of you that knows the answer to that question. If it helps, just take a few deep breaths and like just drop in to that knowledge. Then pick up your pen, open a page in your journal or download the journaling prompt. You'll find the link in the show notes and see what wisdom shows up. What could help to make you feel good? I'll leave you with that thought. And until next time, get to writing. Thanks so much for listening. As always, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends or people who are interested in journaling, people who are interested in self-improvement and are looking for ways to be their best self. That's what this podcast is all about. It's all about supporting that journey. It's a profoundly important journey. It's a profoundly rewarding journey. And we're here for you each week, providing those little tidbits, ideas, insights, strategies to help you walk that path with courage, confidence, and clarity. So get to writing and I'll see you next time.